than fiction. I am the only host that matters. Your Rebecca. ghost host. <laughs> Is this haunted room actually stretching? <laughs> I can recite the whole thing. Of course you can. <laughs> hey, I'm Josh. I'm here too. Just not, I'm not a host. <laughs> you're just, you're a just, guest. Just a ghost. Just, not the host. Just a ghost. Maybe we, maybe we are ghosts and we just live here. I mean, that's closer to the truth than you may realize. Yeah, we're here more often than we're not. Right? I spend more time here than I do at home. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to another depressing episode. <laughs> we're still talking about mental health. <laughs> no, just kidding. We're not. Oh. Stuff it back in, Josh. Put it, bury oh. it deep inside. And everything's <laughs> good. Deep breath. Unclench your jaw. And here we go. So today, we found a book called The 20-Something Handbook, hmm. Everything You Actually Need to Know About Real Life by Nora Bradbury H H Hale. <laughs> Why was that hard? Oh. <laughs> Best-selling author of The Freshman Survival Guide. So if you know that, you know this author. Nora Bradbury Hale. H-A-E-H-L. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say Hale. Uh, so we thought we would take a look back at our 20s, since you are leaving your 20s and my 20s are long gone. Look, I'm still there. You've got less I than a year left. hanging on by a thread. <laughs> hey, man, I will say the 30s have been great. Mostly. Have they? <laughs> Mostly great. My early 30s were fantastic. Much better than Wonderful. The 20s. Good. I have so much to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, there's the sad thing is that there's no like milestones. I feel like, I can't wait to become less and less in tune with culture. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. I don't know. I'm not hip with the kids these days. Hey. I'm out of the I, I'm what is referred to now as a geriatric millennial. Wow, that that's a painful term. <laughs> that's a painful term to think about. It is. Geriatric millennial. Gee, <laughs> means whiz. I'm a millennial, but I'm super old. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, it's, it's okay. I I feel like you're like a founding member. <laughs> <laughs> the OG millennials. Yeah. 1980 somethings. You're on the board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so looking at this book. On the inside, we're going to go by the chapters and discuss those topics, okay? Okay. Uh-oh. All my mental stuff is coming back out again. <laughs> uh, so there's some here that we are not going to discuss. Yeah, no, choose some. Building a life you love. When, when did you... Fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> when did you move out of your parents' house? Uh, let's see. That would have been when I was... Let's see. Because what I did was, when I was out of high school, I did a year of, like, just general studies and like, community college mm -hmm. before I was, like, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then I went off to university in South Carolina. So, 19? I think I was 19 when I moved okay. out. So, you moved from your parents' house to college. And then what did you do after college? I, oh, man. You get an apartment? I moved back in with my parents. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's okay. I think a lot of people do that. 
I think that's pretty common. But let me tell you, like that experience, terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> Having the freedom I've had for four years and then, and then have it all taken restricted, away. Restricted, yeah. There is a chapter in here called Adulting at Your Parents' House. You have any words of wisdom on that? Uh, don't have the kind of parents that charge you rent because that's terrible. Ouch. It just puts a weird like relationship between yeah. you and your parents. and puts an emphasis on money where there shouldn't be one. Yeah, I was like, it feels like a home should always be a place where you feel welcome and like you yes. have a safe place to stay. Yes. Not a place where I have to pay rent and stuff you know yes absolutely um obviously contribute because you're living there and you know help out with stuff and do that right. but like you shouldn't don't. have to be required to pay rent yeah that's uh because you're their child yeah it sent a weird message to me as a child that's unfortunate and a kid uh i lived with my parents until i think i was about 21 and then i moved in with roommates uh that was a terrible experience roommates are here's a word of advice if you're friends with someone don't move in with don't them. don't move in with them you have to be really like in sync with a person to move in with them because it is hard to live with another you person. may think you're in sync with somebody but you won't be <laughs> you absolutely won't be then you find out that they don't do the dishes the same way or they don't like to clean their room or they just don't do the dishes they're not responsible on paying bills all. on time they steal stuff and stow it in your apartment they yeah. do things that let are me not tell legal. you let me tell you the story about a pot of beans <laughs> a pot of beans um well to get to there um one way one weekend i went away uh i think i went i went home i went down, back down to florida and uh maybe i was there for two weeks maybe it was like a break or something like summer break or i mean, I mean like winter break or something and like some, I think one or two of my roommates didn't go home and they mm -hmm. just stayed, you know, in our uh, apartment that we had. Uh oh. And they just like don't wash dishes at all. Uh -oh. So when I came back, the sink was just full and then the counter was full oh, no. of dishes of just like weird stuff. That's and not good. So you get my ants. roommate, roaches. Ants and roaches, yeah. Uh, my roommate had made a pot of beans <laughs> on the stove and oh boy. did not eat them, but forgot about them. <laughs> oh no. And then there was just this nice film over the top of the pot that was Ew. just fuzz. Ew. It was just fuzzy beans. Ew. That's so gross. And yeah. it was, uh, yeah. You just learn that people live differently and yes. have different cleaning habits and they're just like, yes, you know, it's just, you have to compromise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's hard to do, especially when you're young like that, when you're in your early twenties and you're on your own for the first time, it's a hard lesson to learn. This is touched on in chapter five of this book, shared spaces versus solitary places, roommates, house rules, and cleaning routines. Uh, let's see what else we have in here. Uh, budgeting for beginners, making the most of your money. How do you think you handled your finances when you were in your early 20s versus now? Actually, really good. Um, I always put a third of my paycheck away in my savings. Wow, that's very smart. Um, and uh, I had that much money saved up all the way until I got married. So. Okay. 
like I had like a nice like little savings for like the wedding and you know miscellaneous stuff and now I'm just kind of plateaued I'm not I'm neither gaining nor losing money (laughs) (laughs) well that's good I think you're staying even yeah that's better than not being even yeah I mean I'd like to gain money at some point but you know bills and medical expenses and baby and things i would say personally based on my uh past and present i am worse now with money than i was hey look i have access to adult money i'm going to buy exactly everything exactly when i was growing up when i was young when i was in my early 20s and even till mid 20s we didn't have extra money for anything so when i started to get extra income i was like woo buy everything uh and i still do that to this day so not good don't pay attention to me do what josh did bad coping mechanism uh let's see number nine chapter nine is not a kid anymore navigating family relationships as an adult so you've already kind of touched on that a little bit. so for that i think yes i have touched on that um this one was very important to me early on um especially when i was in college and i started to gain my independence away from my parents because you know they didn't have like they weren't i didn't live with them anymore Mm -hmm. so i think at this point like in your life when you're like out of high school and you start gaining and you're becoming your own adult i think it's very important to draw boundary lines yes um with your parents it's like okay it was like well i know that like i've been a kid now and i've been living under your roof but like i'm becoming an adult and these are like boundary lines i don't want crossed and like you know things like that um just not like for your mental health and like for your to give you the space that you need to grow Mm -hmm. into the person that you want to be yeah um and like it's very because you do have like parents that are like very controlling and like helicopter parents and like who are like guiding you and telling you what to do which is nice sometimes because i hate making decisions yeah um but at some point like you're going to want to make your own decisions and you're going to want to have a say in what you want to do with your life and Mm -hmm. that's very valid and you should absolutely have that say yes and so make those boundaries clear and set and your parents you know lord Lord, knowing like they should respect that yes you know i mean they're going through a difficult time too because they're watching their child transform from a child to an adult you know i never understood that until i became a parent yeah and like I keep looking at pictures of my baby and I was like, oh, he was like this small, like, you know, months ago. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's weird. Because it like, happens he's fast. bursting through milestones and I'm just like, oh boy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, boundaries are important. I, I think compromise on both sides yes. is important um, because you do have to sympathize a little bit with what they're going through, but definitely you have to put your own self as a priority. So, uh, agreed on that count um i like this one chapter 10 fast friends the work and reward of creating your own circle so like making your own family almost out of other adults that you meet i don't know how it was for you growing up but i always found friends like closer than like a lot of family mm-hmm, sure like i was very like close with my friends like um, I told them everything. I told them more things than I would ever tell my family. And, you know, just yeah. like, 
I don't know. I think found family is very important. Yes, um, I do too. Yeah, I um, didn't benefit greatly from friendships like that until recently. Uh, but now that I've discovered that and found people who uh, are my found family, it's wonderful. And I think as you get older, uh, something that I've learned in my 30s that I needed to learn in my 20s was that it's okay not to be friends with people too. Absolutely. Like you have a right to say who is and isn't a part of your life. If you meet someone and you're like, yeah, I don't think we're going to really work. That's totally fine. You don't waste time on somebody who you don't think is going to be valuable to your life, you know? You know, or contribute any in any healthy way. Yeah, and definitely don't waste time on people who are toxic. Yeah. That's Just not that's let not that go. It. Cut it out. It has to do with, like, I think when we were talking about last week about – um like you know cutting off like social media ties like to yes. like friends that like you know you don't necessarily you don't want to see their feet anymore fine unfriend them yeah. mute them whatever mute them absolutely uh lastly let's talk about this one chapter 11 you're amazing how to find someone else who thinks so too well, so, bye <laughs> you're married uh you oh, got married yeah. in your 20s just like i did do you have any uh advice on love oh yeah, well, um, I don't know. I had growing up, I was, uh, <laughs> and I learned this in through therapy and counseling, um, that the reason I sought out so many relationships as a child is because I had divorced parents. So I was looking okay, for sure. the parent that I didn't have in somebody else. Okay, which right, isn't that's, healthy. That's so, deep. yes, um, and that led to me being in a lot of relationships, not necessarily good ones. I just wanted to be in a relationship all the time. Mm -hmm. um, don't do that. No. Absolutely not. Um, but absolutely, I would recommend being friends with somebody first. First, yeah. Don't discover somebody. Don't, like, if it's possible. Like, obviously not. Like, I just think that's your best chance at success. That's a, that's a, that's a hard word. <laughs> um, and, like... It, I mean that's what worked out for me i knew my wife years before we started dating um and we were friends before that and um eventually like like our story is that we just like liked each other on and off in between periods of like me not being available and like her just like i was away at school and things like that and like it just didn't work out but like by the time that we did come together like we had evolved into the people that right. i think we needed to be right to be together yes because um, if we did it earlier, I don't think it would have worked out. Um, okay. But I don't know. Similar interests are nice. Don't always have to be the same. Right. But, you know. But Absolutely. It's a good foundation work to start from. Yeah. I would say my experience was the opposite. <laughs> uh, I like strangers. <laughs> and. I met my husband when we when I was very young. I was 20. No. Yeah, I was 20. Um, and it was an instant connection. We didn't take long before we were dating and then didn't take long before we were engaged and then we were married. You know, I felt after. the same way when I saw Greg. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was very instant. I got married when I was 22. Uh, having mutual interests is uh, good, but not necessary. No, I don't think so. But being f like, even though we weren't friends first, we have a deep friendship as well as romantic relationships so yeah i think that's very important and that's the secret to our success uh so far <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <laughs> still married <laughs> been, been married for 15 years so something's working 
Uh, I would say my advice uh, to someone younger who's looking for love is to not force it. Yeah, I mean, and don't rush into it. You don't, it's not absolutely like, like right. needs to happen like right this second. Right. You know, don't pay attention to other people's uh, life achievements and get hung up on when they're achieving them. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Like in my uh, friend group from like college, like everyone I know is married now. Uh, everyone's having their first baby now. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a friend who has just been single this entire time. Yeah, and that's and he's totally been, fine. And he's been, but now he's he actually found somebody and he's planning on proposing. Nice. So like you know, take steps when you feel like it. Yeah, I think that. Uh, it's going to happen when it's going to happen and it's probably going to happen when you're least expecting it to. Yeah. It definitely isn't something that you can force. And if you just like being single, that's cool too. Yes. You don't need to have a relationship to be happy. Right. You need to be happy with yourself first. Yes, absolutely. Don't go looking for a relationship like thinking it's going to fill some hole in your life that you like need filled. Right. No, it should complement what you already have. Yes, because as the great RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? Truth. Truth. Well, this book, uh, like I said, the 20-something handbook is found in 646.7 of the nonfiction section. It just came out last year. See, I really wish I had like this book. Right? Because the 20s, I will say, is like, well, I you always think that like, oh, this is the most hectic period of my life. I think the 20s are the most hectic. Like, a lot like, going on. It was like a very big growing Mm -hmm. period for me as a person like puberty is to your teenage years for your physical body i think like yes your 20s are like more for like yourself like like to figure out who you are and like you know yes there's a lot of stuff going on in your 20s you're starting college or you're in college you're finishing college whatever you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life you're moving out of your parents house you're living on your own for the first time figure out how to just adult yeah you're just trying to figure out how to live on your own and like function and then you know some people are finding love and figuring that out as well. And so it's a lot of like big milestones happening in your 20s sometimes. If that doesn't happen in your 20s, cool. Also cool. You know? Yeah, I just I want like I want to stress like I don't I don't want anyone to feel like rushed into right. like doing anything or feel like they need to meet some sort of milestone in their 20s or like anything like that. It's perfectly fine to take things at your own pace. Exactly. Like say for instance like when I got my driver's license, I did not get my driver's license until when I was like 18, 19. Like, wow. I don't know. I got mine when I was 27. Okay. Well, see, <laughs> you're on pace. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't need to like, I didn't want to drive anywhere. I didn't, you know. I was terrified of it and I would not have been able to do it if someone had forced me to do it before I was ready. Yeah. So that's very important. And that's true for a lot of things in your life. You can't do it until you're ready to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You go break it down a door and door frame's all broken now. You can't. You can't close the door again. You can't close the door again. Yeah, then you you can't go through another door maybe later. So look at us giving out life advice like we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Still still figuring it out. We should have our own talk show. Wait, we kind of do. Well, (laughs) welcome. (laughs) We are the new Oprah. You're welcome. You get a car. (laughs) Just kidding. No one's getting a car. No one's getting a car. You can have a book. That's the best I can do. Yeah, we can give you free books. And bookmarks. You are going to have to return them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But bookmarks all the live long day. Three weeks. Best I can do. (laughs) Unless there isn't a hold on it, and then you can have it for longer. Well, 
Yeah. Library perks. Library perks. So, Josh, what are you reading? So I finished. So that I, I started that series that I was talking about. Uh, we only find them when we're dead. Yes. Uh, I finished it, or at least I finished up to the point where the last volume or issue is. Okay. I think I don't know if it's continuing, which kind of makes me sad because it ended on such a like a big like good note. Uh-huh. I loved it actually. Good. I That's really cool. want more of it and. Um, Find it on Hoopla. There is a collected version Hoopla. somewhere. I don't know if it's on Hoopla because Hoopla just has issues one through five. And then there's a volume that has all of them in together. So I don't know if Hoopla has. I think. But they have the individual ones, which is fine. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading The Body is Not an Apology. Yes. And um, it's good. Very uh, not uplifting, I should say, but empowering. Empowering. Yeah, because I only just started it, so I can't really go into a lot of detail. But um, it makes you like not just angry; like you're kind of angry a little bit about society and the and the the conformity involved. Absolutely fair, yes. Um, but it's also empowering at the same time. So, well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. But it's like a righteous anger. Like it's yes, <laughs> it's like it's not like you're frustrated. Well, I mean, you would be frustrated. It's a little but like, frustrating. Yeah. Um, when it points out the society's limitations and definitions of what you should look like and stuff, but yeah, for sure, definitely focuses on the positive. So, uh, so upcoming, we're gonna do probably be highlighting a lot of Pride Month. Yeah. Um, yep. So be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be very yeah. exciting. Pride Month. Um, but yeah, other than that, check out our summer programs. Lots of uh, things for kids, teens, and adults uh, yes. through our website. There's yep. a special splash page for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That's, that, that, that's about it. That's about it. It's I hope it. you survive your 20s. <laughs> hope you make it through. I'm sure you'll make it through. It'll be fine. <laughs> Some people are still figuring there it out. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and it is your 30s. Look, trust me, when it hits 30, when I hit 30 on January 1st, I'm just going to roll it back and it'll be 20. <laughs> Still be uh, 20. I would never go through my 20s again. <sighs> let me think. Mm, let me take a big picture look at my 20s. No. Nope. <laughs> no. No. As, as important as they are, no thank you. I've finished. I don't want to go back. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. This is our Yelp review of our 20s. <laughs> Just remember, we love our listeners. And that's not fiction, friends.